SpongeBob SquarePants is not a kid's show, and I say this not because of the hidden adult jokes or the lack of authenticity it has regarding its thematic elements such as how SpongeBob is perpetually optimistic no matter the circumstance, which is a poor representation of reality. But I say this because of the deep and complex philosophical ideas that can be extracted from the show characterizing our existence as a whole. Consider it with a grain of salt though, because not all episodes of SpongeBob SquarePants are subject to these abstract ideas. With the most recent development of SpongeBob SquarePants, I'd argue that the show is entirely catered towards kids and strays away from the multiple perspectives and rich content that you could originally watch the show in. But regardless of how many episodes of SpongeBob SquarePants get published, there will always be a few episodes that stick out like a sore thumb because of the strange nature they carry. And one of these episodes is no other than SB129. Before I do an in-depth analysis on this episode, I highly encourage you to go watch SP129 yourself, or re-watch it if you forgot about this episode completely. It's entirely unique in the sense that there's not one correct way to interpret this episode. It's similar to that of the Barbie movie, where no matter what age you are, you'll always view the movie differently because you will subconsciously be connecting the material you're watching with your own philosophies and past experiences. SpongeBob SquarePants effectively does the same, and I think this is most significantly shown in SP129. Now, for context, SB129 is not an ordinary Spongebob episode. SB129 is about Squidward trying to get some alone time from Spongebob and Patrick, and in the process he accidentally locks himself in a freezer for over 2,000 years. After realizing he's been stuck in the future, he uses a time travel machine to try and go back into the past, but travels too far into the past. As he scrambles to return back to what he once knew as the present, he breaks the machine in the process. The broken time machine causes Squidward to be in what can only be described as nowhere. Many cartoons and movies have explored time travel as a concept because of how many different conflicts can be drawn out of it, but SB129 does something different, because Squidward is no longer existing as a point of time. He's not in the past, present, or future. He's alive and functioning as normal, just no longer existing. The eerie nature of this episode has caused fan pages and dozens of analyses on what the meaning of the episode truly is. One of the more popular theories claims that Squidward is dead he's sort of in a state of limbo or purgatory. This is wrong for one transparent reason. Throughout the episode, Squidward holds on to his beloved clarinet, which is a deliberate choice by the editors of this episode, insisting on the idea that Squidward exists just as much as the clarinet does. This also suggests that what he is experiencing is a thought rather than a concrete event, because even though he really exists, he can't actually exist in nowhere. And that brings up an interesting point, because if Squidward really is nowhere, and what does nowhere represent? We see Squidward go through this warped psychedelic experience, where the only challenge he encounters are his thoughts, which at the time don't seem very problematic. At first, Squidward is delighted at the thought of being alone, as that was his original intention when SpongeBob and Patrick began to annoy him. But it doesn't take long for Squidward to realize that he's truly alone, lost in the absence of time with nowhere to go. Squidward begins to panic at this idea as he runs to try and find an exit from nowhere. The more Squidward runs from his internal crisis of nowhere, the more he falls victim to the inevitable passage of nowhere. In this crisis he undergoes, he travels in a cycle of space unaware of his looped existence. From Squidward's perspective, he is trapped in an infinitely long perception of blank space. For the viewers, we see that Squidward is undergoing an internal recurrence. An internal recurrence, discovered by Nietzsche, is the philosophical concept of predeterminism, which hypothesizes that all events in the world themselves in the same sequence through an eternal series of cycles. 
SP129 alludes to the idea of Squidward experiencing an eternal return, by showing how Squidward is stuck in a loop of space and time due to his lack of existence. The episode further hints at representing this idea when Squidward travels into the future earlier in the episode, where he discovers that Patrick and Spongebob still have a hobby of catching jellyfish even thousands of years later. Similarly, when Squidward traveled too far back into the past, he was the one who taught Patrick and Spongebob how to catch jellyfish, which only added to his own cycle of eternal suffering. Nietzsche also mentions that the eternal recurrence is presented through our loneliest loneliness, which is another concept that Squidward experiences. Our loneliest loneliness occurs when one loses a connection to the humanity of the real world, at which point you're no longer considered human. Squidward claims himself that he's alone multiple times before realizing he's truly alone experiencing his loneliest loneliness. You can isolate yourself from others and feel lonely. You can also be in a room crowded with people and still feel lonely. However, one's loneliest loneliness can only be discovered when said individual struggles for self-realization and the necessity of embracing solitude to overcome societal constraints. In this case, Squidward's loneliest loneliness is more broadly about a profound existential isolation that is influenced by the nature of connections with others, his relationships, the societal norms, and his existential reflections and concerns. When all of these different variables of an individual's identity comes into play, SpongeBob SquarePants has a dark message, conveying that we are all subject to the eternal cycles of life, with our fates predetermined by our past experiences. This existential nihilism furthers the idea that life is meaningless and you shouldn't fight against it. Squidward's moment of facing his identity and eternal recurrence makes his life change from a subconscious awareness of his existence to a deliberate fear of his loop eternity. This self-transformation creates a form of escapism for Squidward, where only then he was able to escape nowhere because of his own existence and life he has finally accepted. This also further insinuates, as previously mentioned, that Squidward's experience of nowhere was all in his head because he could only escape when he left the cave of ignorance accepting the light of self-realization. Once Squidward escapes from nowhere, his happiness is short-lived, as his interactions with Spongebob and Patrick only want him to be alone again, furthering the complexity and irony how Squidward wants to be alone, but at the same time doesn't. Squidward's inability to accept companionship becomes a recurring theme, highlighting the paradoxical nature of his desires. Despite yearning for solitude, he finds himself trapped in a cycle of seeking isolation, only to be pulled back into the company of Spongebob and Patrick. This relates to the human tendency to resist what we think we want because in actuality, what we want is not a solution, but only a temporary escape to a more long-term problem. This episode teaches us a significant lesson that went over our heads as kids, but a concept that we begin to understand as we transform to mature adults fully integrated as a functioning cog for society's longevity. We learn to understand life in the moment is the only constant that exists, which is important to us as the future is never guaranteed only our interpretation of what the present is. One cannot change the past nor the future because we live in the present. What just happened now is no longer the present, but the past, and what's going to happen five seconds from now is what we consider the future. What we fail to realize is that our past is a cycle that is connected to our future but not our present. The ultimate goal that SP129 teaches us is to live life in the moment and to not sweat the small things, because in the end, does it really matter?